What would happen if you allowed yourself to fully partner with God? I'm Jessica, wife, mom, and business coach. After years of building an empire and coaching hundreds of women, I decided to stop separating my faith and my business so I could become a kingdom builder. A kingdom builder is a woman who wants to build herself up in faith so she can grow her business, increase her influence, and multiply her wealth. All for God's kingdom. Listas? Let's go. Thank you guys so much for hitting play on this episode, even though the title might have already brought some conviction over how we may be idolizing our business and maybe creating and making more space for our business over God. So this topic is uh, something that has hit very close, close to home for me because I have experienced it. I've gone through it. And honestly, I have to check myself on this so, so often, uh, especially just as a natural born entrepreneur, a natural born leader, and somebody who's actively always wanting to grow my business, improve my business. Um, I love to listen to podcasts and read books about business. And sometimes I've found myself really putting those things in priority over you know, getting into the word of God, maybe listening to some sermons or using that time to be able to spend with God privately. So if you are struggling with any of these things right now, uh, then this episode is for you. And I want to preface with the fact that there is no condemnation. I don't want you guys to feel guilt or shame because the truth is that we all have created some type of false idol. And the Bible talks about creating false idols in one of the Ten Commandments. And when we think of the Ten Commandments, we're like, okay, well, I haven't stolen anything. I haven't cheated. I haven't killed anybody, right? And we forget that this is something that modern day idolatry is really easy to do, to be honest. When we think about the Bible times when they used to create little figurines or there were different gods that, you know, helped them reach different goals, the god of the crops, the god of the mountains, the god of the water, right? There was all these false gods. And when we hear them, we're like, okay, well, that's obviously a false god with a little g, right? Not not our big god, the only god with a capital G, that those are all little gods. Except modern day idolatry for us looks a lot like our career, our business. It could look a lot like relationships, sometimes our children even we are putting above God. And so all of those are little G's by sharing my own personal story on how I really can look back now and look and and see that my business was a false idol. Okay. I actually had to dig a little bit deep into how this even started on the quest of wanting to prove myself, of wanting to build something, of wanting to prove some people wrong, of really just wanting the story of self-made entrepreneur, zero to a hundred rags to riches. I was like, I am making this happen. Like this business is going to be the way that gives people hope. It's going to be a way of giving people opportunity. It's going to give really just glorifying entrepreneurship and my business. At the same time, definitely prioritizing it over myself, my own self values, my self-care, my rest, my mental health. 
and ended up in a season of burnout. And of course, just anchoring myself to this business and having it be the American dream and the thing that's going to change my family's curses. And I I feel like I just really was personifying my business. I hear all the time where people say my business is my baby or my business is like people are just identifying with their business. For me, I 100% felt like my value and my identity came from my business. And I know that that's not attractive, that's not sexy, and it sounds it sounds terrible, but it's true. It got to a point where I was prioritizing my business over my kids in certain ways. But at the time when I was really building my business, I was putting it over my marriage. And when my marriage was going through a rough patch in 2020, like so many other relationships did, uh, I was like, you know what? If my marriage doesn't work out, then I'll still have my business, right? And I used to almost joke, like, my business will keep me warm at night. And we see all those memes where, like, I'm not worried about my man. I'm worried about, my, you know, like, I'm going to sleep in peace because my business is good. It's such a false idolatry. It's so false. And I'm just so grateful also, side note, that me and my husband are in a totally different place than where we were in 2020. And that's 100% God. But also that my mindset around my business is completely renewed and part of that required me to 100% nail that business to the cross and give it back and surrender it where I was like hey God if you're not in it I don't want it not only was I idolizing my business where I was putting it ahead of God right where that's what that means and an idol is something that's taking the place of God not only was I doing that but through this journey of entrepreneurship and and the growth and the behind the scenes and sharing the social media content I realized now I was also creating maybe more so an idol out of myself for other people to admire to aspire to be to work towards Uh, instead of saying look at God I was saying look at me and so at the same time I was distracting from what God was really doing in my life in my business because My business is his business, right? It was always his and he was doing big things through me. But instead I was distracting and saying, look at me, look at the amazing things that I've done. I'm self-made. I built this from scratch. I, you know, don't have a college degree. I learned this on my own. And all of that at the same time was just distracting and taking away attention from God. So if um, I know that doesn't sound attractive, (laughs) especially from this perspective now of really being a renewed and a fully surrendered uh, faith-based entrepreneur where, hey, my business is 100% not the priority, right? God is the priority, my marriage, my children, and really having that order of like everything was upside down in my life, even though my my life was kind of crazy, my business was doing great. And I thought that that still meant that I was successful. Well, at least I still have this. I held on to that. And the last thing I'll say about that is that during 2020, when everything was upside down and people were freaking out and living in fear, I held on to my business. I was like, okay, it's go time. Like we are going to have a success story after we come out of this year. We are going to come out better than we were before because we just put the pedal to the metal while everybody else was snoozing. We doubled down on the business. And so instead of holding on to God's, you know, hand and taking his lead and asking him to uh, to guide us. And of course, I mean, I was still praying, but 
I was also like, okay, here we go. Here, me and my business go. I have 100% repented from all of that, but I share all of this because I know that the right woman will resonate and really understand. And maybe you've been through that, or maybe you're currently in that season, realizing that your business does not keep you warm at night when you don't have peace, when you don't have the Holy Spirit, when you don't have a life surrendered to God, your business is, it's not God. And whatever that little G is for you is not going to provide the peace, the love, the purpose, whatever it is that you're truly chasing that only God can really provide for you. It's not that. So let's dive deep into a couple of things that you can do if you are feeling convicted over your making your business an idol or maybe some other things in your life that you're realizing now are taking the place of God. Okay, so the first thing that you want to do is to acknowledge and repent. I'm so grateful that God is so forgiving and gives us so much mercy and so much grace that he speaks to us sometimes through podcasts like this or conversations with friends or when we're uh, really spending time with him and we are made aware of certain things that just are not of his will, right? So I'm so grateful that we're realizing, hey, I have been using my business as as God or I have been using this relationship or this career or money or this promotion or this identity, the worldly titles, all of these things are fi- false idols. And I acknowledge that God and I just ask that you forgive me and that you help me to make you a priority. And I thank you that you just always take me back with open arms. Step two is to really get into prioritizing time with God. So just like any relationship and any um, time that you spend with anybody else, no matter how busy you are, you always make time for what's important. And so if you have to schedule some time with God, whether that be 10 minutes, 15 minutes, if your time with God is in the shower while you're cooking, whatever that looks like, put some worship music on, spend some time in the word, have some conversation. If you're driving instead of calling a friend or family member or taking that call, maybe your conversation is with God and just praying out loud in your car. That's the relationship factor with God, right? Where it's, this isn't a religious thing. This is a relationship that we're actively seeking with God. When we acknowledge that God is number one, we want to spend as much time with him as possible. Also, if there's any areas in your life where you are, you know, saying, look at me instead of look at God, you know, maybe that's a good opportunity for something for you to journal about or also just redirect people to Christ and just know that, yes, of course, you're in partnership with God and that God is working through you. But of course, using any opportunity to bring glory to God, to acknowledge him and just to point people back to him as well instead of to ourselves so that other people don't create false idols out of us either. The third part really is to remember and re-identify ourselves and who we are in Christ and not in our business. Sometimes we are holding on to these titles and these false gods because we just feel so connected and so identified and so seen by them that we forget that we don't need those to still be God's daughter. If that business went away tomorrow, if social media went away tomorrow, if that relationship, you know, fizzled out tomorrow, you are still God's daughter. Your worth to him doesn't come from the titles, the money, the revenue, the social media following, the world-known titles and acknowledgement, all of the things that the world is giving you. That's not how he sees you and that's not who you truly are. 
So I hope that this was helpful for you. I hope that you're able to identify any false idols, any small gods in your business. Remember that you are not your business. You are not your titles. You are not the number of dollars in your bank account. You are the daughter of a king. I hope that this served you. I hope that uh, this just brought up some healthy conviction for you. Please don't feel any shame or guilt. It's just a quick turnaround. And it's so fixable and so easy to continue to rebuild your business on the foundation of Christ and not the other way around. I hope that this was a blessing to you. Have a great day. Tell them who you are if you're living in the movement. You want to praise God. This is how we do it. It's my God. It's my God. It's my God. Thank you so much for listening. Please subscribe and leave a five-star rating and review. Click the link in the show notes to join our Kingdom Builder community app, where you'll get access to free monthly devotionals and additional resources around faith, business, and wealth. This podcast is sponsored by Kingdom Builder.